All right, so I want to use this as a moment to quickly prepare you and hopefully get you to click off this motherfucker because this episode is going to be incredibly R-rated. Um, <clears throat> this is not suitable for kids whatsoever. Probably if you're my family, probably don't watch it either. Um, yes, I will be talking about R-rated topics, especially sex. So if you're family, probably don't tune in. Again, if you're a kid, definitely don't tune in. And uh, yeah, this is going to be a very vulnerable, vulnerable episode for me. Um, but in my quest to be more transparent, I want to be able to talk about things that feel uncomfortable for me and that the world thinks are things you probably shouldn't talk about. And I want to be able to be real and raw about those types of things. So I shouldn't have to not talk about something just because it's um, more R-rated in nature. Should be able to just freely express that, I think. Anyways, hope you get a shit ton of perspective and value from this episode and uh, see as I overcome one of my greatest fears of this entire decade. Enjoy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is 12, 17, 19 today, which means December 12th, 2000, or sorry, December 17th, 2019, actually. Um, today's Reflections 70, holy fuck. It's crazy to think about the journey here. Um, and these like milestone episodes are coming less and less because they're bi-weekly now, which I'm, by the way, loving. They're, so, they're just so fucking, so much fucking better on a every two weeks basis instead of um, weekly, every Sunday. So anyways, it is uh, Tuesday right now. Usually I record this on like a Sunday or a Monday, but shit happens, having some long shifts, getting tired, but I feel like talking right now, so it's very useful that I'm recording this right now. Anyways, um, let's have a good episode. By the way, Reflections, what it is, is a bi-weekly episode where I get on camera, I talk about, basically I just hardcore document my last two weeks and like where I grew, what lessons I learned, what's working, what isn't, all that type of shit. In the process, I hope to share with you lessons that I'm learning, um, my experiences, my biggest takeaways, so that you can apply it to your own life. Um, and then we can just like, yeah, improve our journeys together, if you will. Anyways, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Um, a little bit tired. I just worked fucking like an eight and a half hour shift or whatever, um, at Starbucks. But anyways, I feel like continuing this like progress filled day, I had a good day. So let's continue it. Um, and yeah, What's been on my mind? All right, thinking a lot about 2020, um, especially like how can I change things in 2020? Like what do I, I've been thinking about like the reflection of 2019, um, the planning of 2020, um, wanting to transition out of Starbucks and like start getting things together with business, um, what I'm doing with my content going forward. Um, yeah, all that type of stuff. And also just like, also how much, um, I've just been thinking about like time and the timelines, like 1% of your life being a 1%, or sorry, not 1%, one year being 1% of your life. Like that fascinates me. Um, I don't know how like accurate that is. Cause I like, it's going to be, it's going to vary between people, but like, I don't know. just like trying to, what do you call it? Measure time more, if you will. That's fascinating to me right now. Also thinking a lot about like girls in terms of 
not wanting to date, um, like just the way I'm perceived, um, if I'm perceived in a good or a bad way. Um, sex for sure is on my mind. Um, all types of stuff like that. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely on my mind a lot right now. But um, yeah, girls have been on my mind. Let's just say that. What were my favorite wins? Mm, I finally hit ponytail in terms of my hair. So that's cool. Um, except for like a, just a few stragglers and the hairs. But aside from that, I have a fucking ponytail when I want to. It actually looks pretty fucking good. I'm surprised. It looks so much better than a hybrid bun. My God. Anyways, so that's good. Mm, I had sex for the first time. Yes, I. It, it took me until 23 to finally get comfortable enough and face enough fears to finally have sex. Long story short, I put it way too much on a pedestal and I was like, wait, I was just like, the first time it was just such, so on a pedestal for me and um, I had so many fears around being good enough. Um, there was just a lot of fear going on. Anyways, I found someone that I felt was worthy of the first time and I'm so fucking glad I did it with them. Um, it was awesome. I was thriving, did great. Um, and I'm not going to talk about like details too much on here right now, but, uh, it was just great to apply so many random concepts I've learned over the years. And I'm just glad it was with the person that it was with. Um, she's really cute and she is a, is a good human. And I felt really comfortable and really safe with her and it felt very natural. Um, yeah, and it's just like, it's kind of like strange to talk about this on camera because I'm trying not to like verbalize all this stuff too much. But anyways, I literally held out on any like sexual activity for such a long time because I just had so many fears around it and I wanted like the first time to be perfect. When I let go of that, then it became like way better than I was expecting, ironically. Um, yeah, also just did a shit ton of first in that night. <laughs> um, like a shit ton. Anyways, I also, yeah, like, I don't know. I just pushed girls away for such a long time and it was good to just like make progress in that direction. And the sexual freedom that came after was insane. So very grateful for that. Also had some pre reflections progress. So, like I posted a few, detailed a few, um, edited a few. And what else can I say? I uh, da, 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 work stuff, worked solid 30 hours a week at Starbucks for each week. Um, made some good progress on all positions actually. And yeah, lots of random things, man. Some good stuff, but especially just a lot of girl progress, honestly. And I'm honestly like, fuck, I'm just, it's so strange talking about this. I'm not sure what I'm gonna air and what I'm gonna not. Um, we will see. It's just also weird because a lot of my family watches this and I don't want to involve the other person too much because I want to honor their privacy. Um, that is a tough thing with girls because I like to keep things quite transparent, but at the same time, I need to honor my, what I'm going through, what I am what I am learning and all that jazz. So try to find the, the correct balance here, if you will. What worked? Being transparent and truthful. It just is the fucking way. Like, I don't want to sit here and try to hide. I want to be transparent in my intentions. I want to be transparent in my desires. Um, it's just important um, to over communicate, I feel like sometimes. So you can, the other person can have an understanding of exactly 
what you desire. Just important, every area of life, honestly. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say there. Using my laptop to actually reflect, like so doing the reflection portion, and then also using it for the reflections, like the, the video series or the podcast series, if you will. Because like on my laptop, it's just so much fucking easier because I have two screens. I can see exactly everything very, very easily versus like a phone. I had to like, it's usually a very old phone and it just ends up being very problematic. So having a non-buzzing laptop or a quiet laptop is just everything. Also, I just realized I forgot to record on audio with a mic. So I guess I'm just using iPhone quality. Sounds good. Setting expectations ahead of my first time. Like, so with this person, I'm just not gonna name her name just in case she does not wanna be a part of this, which I completely get. Um, but just like before we went down, over communicating my fears, over communicating like concerns and all that jazz, and then giving her a text ahead of time, letting her know like, I'm nervous, I want this, I'm scared, but like, don't let me stay in my comfort zone type of thing. So fucking key, getting that commitment. And then it turns into like accountability. Related, getting accountability from friends. Um, I got two people specifically that come to mind the most. Um, and they helped me so fucking much with keeping me accountable. And also like when I was panicking, just like being able to call them, so fucking useful. So shout out to them. They've been, they were absolutely paramount to all this. So thank you, you too. You know who you are. Like fuck, I actually, I need to expand more on that. Um, not only was it like the accountability, but just having people invested in my success is fucking crucial. Having people that are supporting you are willing to like go to work with you if they if you need that. Shout out especially to that one person because you were literally like putting in time to help me with this, and I really fucking appreciate it. Um, and just like they want you to win. So it's like that energy is also very helpful on like a, an energetic level in terms of creation of that goal, which I fucking really appreciated. So anyways, it, there's just a lot of good things that come from having others invested into your success. So fuck, I'm just very grateful. Thank you guys. Making a girl pay for her own meal. I'm just not the type of guy to like pay for a meal right now. I don't know. That's just, I'm, that doesn't interest me. I'd rather go like Dutch. Um, yeah, I don't like this idea of like a guy has to pay for everything and there's just, I feel like that will attract a bunch of girls that are just like not fully committed to the, to whatever the situation is. Um, even though I don't want to date right now, I still like, I don't know, especially cause I also don't want to date. Like there's, I mean, I'm not even, if I wanted to date, I still might just do the Dutch to push away girls that are too sensitive in nature and can't handle just a tiny little challenge like that. But overall, I just think it's a good idea to make people, make girls pay for their own meals instead of um, being the guy who just pays for everything, pays for the drink, pays for the meal, all that type of shit. Very disinteresting to me. So I'm glad, even though it was uncomfortable, I told her to pay for her own meal. <laughs> Ahead of time as well. <sighs> Using my phone less for social media. Fuck man, um, it steals so much time. And if you're not conscious of like how much you're actually using it, the time just gets thrown right in the garbage. So very, very glad that I was making more time um, to allocate to work, getting lost into that and whatever the task at hand was, instead of just always being on my phone, um, I was spending way too much time texting and I just wanted to get in the habit of 
putting the phone down more often, letting conversations slide for a longer time. And yeah, and it's always just good just to communicate like, hey guys, I actually am not ignoring you. I'm just fucking focused on other stuff. So if you can do that, you're fucking golden. Flirting with so many customers and so many coworkers. It's just fucking interesting. It's fun for me, it's entertaining. Um, even if I don't like, like, like you per se, I still am probably gonna flirt with you. Hell, I even flirt with dudes even like, even though I'm completely straight, even though also my one shift manager literally thinks I'm gay because I will touch him in while I'm going by type of thing. Like, it's just a fucking way of building rapport. It's not like a weird thing. Anyways, that's his insecurity issues, but I am straight as fuck. So there's that. But yeah, I love flirting with people. I also love flirting with my eyes and my smile. You can do so much with that and no one can complain at all because I'm literally just, yeah, I'm subconsciously flirting. It's just important. Oh, also, sending a text ahead of time. This is fucking paramount. I sent the text before I hung out with the girl that I shared my first time with. And like, yeah, that uh, before I set expectations, I was transparent about like, I am scared. This is what I want to do. Um, and like that got me in like a commitment loop, if you will, where I couldn't like, I couldn't bail. I had to go, even though I was scared um, or nervous, if you will. But I, yeah, I had to go and I was accountable to that. And it's like these types of loops you can put yourself in and with commitment and uh, then they can create progress from that. So uh, put yourself in accountability loops is definitely the takeaway there. If you're like scared or whatever, introduce it with a text, introduce it by saying like, hey, I have something to talk to you about, whatever the fucking situation is. But if you get yourself on that commitment um, cycle, if you will, it is easier to make the next step, which is whatever the scary thing is. You can make multiple steps to get there or you can just make one big jump. It's up to you. What didn't work and how can I improve it? Letting authority cripple me. I just like sometimes let, if certain people are on the floor with me at Starbucks, I just end up like crippling and I care too much about their opinion and their judgment and I feel like I'm constantly being critiqued, which is not fucking useful, by the way. Um, there's a time and a place for criticism. If it's all the time, I am not going to fucking make progress. You know who you are. So, um, yeah, I have to step away and play a different game. I have to create a different frame. It's literally as simple as that. Continuing to do like, in, in work inside of me on authority is important, but as well as just like, it can literally be as simple as like me detaching from their game and or whatever that game is that I'm playing right there about like caring too much about authority and instead just doing my own fucking thing. It can be literally that easy. The way I was kissing. Yeah, I, I'm gonna be completely real with you guys. I do not feel like I'm a great kisser. I have feel like I have a long way to go. I think I will get there, but like practice definitely will make perfect. Um, and also like learning new techniques, trying new things. Um, yeah. The, just different like different random things and like being okay with getting like more weird in nature and not only staying with like one certain flow or whatever I don't know I'm, I'm <laughs> I have a lot to work on there so I'm just just throwing this on here I guess for for whatever reason <laughs> but I feel like I, I feel like I did, was better at sex than I was with kissing which is interesting to me but anyways 
Um, lots to improve there. So just continuous, continuously learning more and continuously practicing. So, mm. Waking up an hour before my shift. This is just not leaving enough room right now. Like I should be waking up probably hour 10, hour 15, hour 30 type of thing. Cause if I have that like wiggle room, it just allows me to go so much more chill throughout that day. I don't have to go like zero to a hundred real fast, especially if I need to meditate, it just doesn't work that great. So, um, what else can I say? Yeah. I just don't really get to properly enjoy my mornings or like eat properly, all that type of stuff. It's fascinating. So, um, why I think I need to like leave that extra. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever it is what it is. So just waking up a little bit earlier might be useful. Also going to bed a little bit earlier could be useful as well. Not getting groceries, not doing enough laundry and keeping my room a mess. These types of three things are just like, if I could just fucking schedule them in and make more time, make them more of a priority, they would get done. They're important, especially the food part, because I need to fucking eat my protein. Like that's paramount to me and how the, the way I do things with fitness and stuff like that. So, uh, absolutely schedule them in. Absolutely. Uh, set them up in terms of like, Hey, I'm exhausted right now. Let's go do dumb shit like groceries and cleaning my room and doing laundry and all that shit. Especially with like the, the room, like that affects also like the energy inside of the room with like feng shui and stuff like that. So it's all fucking important. And then obviously laundry, I need fucking clean clothes. So making it more interesting, doing it any time of the day, all that type of shit. It's just these things, these three things need to get fucking done, period. Dehydration. Yeah, quite finding myself quite dehydrated because I'm just not drinking enough water at work. So let's take a second and fucking act on this, shall we? And the actionable is drink more water. Hashtag do it now. Anyways. So, um, where was I? What else was I saying? But yeah, just absolutely drinking more water throughout the my work sessions. I've tried to apply this the past couple of days. Uh, it's working a little bit better. I'm like not dead right now, which is great and surprising, honestly, because I just worked a fucking crazy shift, but it was good. I enjoyed the chaos today. Forgetting the vision, the benefits of what I'm doing, and as well, like the reasons why I'm doing the task at hand. Just paramount. I want to do a better job of keeping my vision top of mind. I'm not exactly sure how to do this. I probably should follow through with that notion system I built way back when and just like properly apply that um, and can maybe ask myself more questions like why am I doing this? What is the major outcome here? And then keep focusing on that. Uh, I've also done a good job of like in recent couple, couple past couple days associating like, hey, like this, what the hours I'm putting in at Starbucks right now are actually going to help sustain me and pay some bills. So like, it's better like that. And also like Christmas, I'm like, okay, I'm going to, or I'm going tomorrow, I'm going out for drinks with some people and I'm going to work this extra hour so I can pay for that type of thing. Like if I can associate things, it becomes much more motivating to work. Absolutely. Hanging out with people when I'm fucking exhausted. I just don't think it's a good idea to like hang out, go on a date, anything like that if I am already tired and the other person's tired, it just doesn't, it's not as good because we're both in not so great moods. Like, yeah. So anyways, find out if the other person's exhausted, try not to plan things directly after work. Um, 
Yeah, that type of stuff. Buying food at work. Fuck me. Just find something I can eat before and after. I'm sorry, before and during, absolutely. Um, that is like adaptive to the environment. So like soup. Some soups I can eat cold. Some soups like super candy that I need warm, basically. Don't eat, don't bring a warm soup because there's nothing to heat it up with at work. Actually, there's a microwave, but still, I don't want to fucking try. I'm trying to not touch microwaves. I'll use the oven a little bit, but yeah, anyways. So just try to avoid that, but just like finding things that are useful to that type of situation. Because like, I just want to save money. It's important. So spending my money to buy a sandwich at work is not really the best use of my finances right now. Not being direct enough with people. There's like a few conversations I should absolutely have right now. I just been have been too scared to have them. And I really don't know what the action will is here, but like it's it's paramount that I have these anyways, regardless of my fear around them. Um, yeah, it might be painful, but the longer I wait, the harder it gets. And people appreciate, even if they're like pissed in that moment, they appreciate you being direct with them instead of trying to hide or what have you. Transparency is absolutely key. What were my biggest lessons? Once I get comfortable, my dominance will take over. So it's like kind of weird talking about this because I feel like, yeah, anyways, it's just a, it's a different topic talking about dominance and stuff like that. But um, it is just fucking true in this situation, sexually, Dominance is fucking king. And like for me, um, the the girl I was sharing my first experience with, she, I told her um, before like we, we did this, I was like, you're probably gonna have to guide me or like, yeah, like guide me throughout this process or something like that. Um, it was probably, it was probably more like the second, second thing I just said right there. And like, so yeah, she started leading to a degree at first, but after I got more comfortable with things, I like was just off to the fucking races and like the dominance took over and like by the end I was, it was just so fucking natural. I felt so comfortable. I was absolutely leading by the end and I was doing, yeah, like some of the things I was doing, like absolutely dominance took over, like hair pulling, choking, all this type of shit. Um, yeah, some good stuff. So. I was glad that by the end, I was starting to show my true colors <laughs> with the way with the way things are. And like, it was funny. My dad, my buddy was like, "No fucking way, you end up being liking dominance as much as you think." And I'm like, "Yeah, I probably will." It's not about porn. It's like the less I watch porn, the more I am dominant because like I don't know, just porn. Yeah, porn is a fucking other story itself. But um, yeah, dominance is my default. I don't know what to say. Uh, just as fucking true. <laughs> if you don't know how to do something in the bedroom or if you have any inkling of a question, turn it into a fucking dominant command, okay? Like for me, I had no fucking clue how to take off this girl's bra. So I was like, take off your bra. Like I wasn't asking, hey, can you take off your bra real quick? Like it just, it's a very different energy. And like one is hot one is way less attractive. So I think you can decide which is which right there. Um, same thing with the clit. I had no fucking clue where her clit was. So I was like, show me exactly where your clit is. Like, do you, do you understand the, the difference there? It's like very subtle, but it's fucking important. 
Um, yeah. So like I learned this like way back when um, from Jason Capital, but like it was just so cool because I was applying so many different things from JC back in the day. It was insane. And just like a shit ton of tactics, a shit ton of mindsets as well. And it was just really cool to see all these lessons come to fruition, fruition because like they've been there the entire time and I like knew of them conceptually, but like not in reality. And to apply so many things in once one single night was just like fucking incredible. Sex is really fucking cool with people you know and like because you can literally laugh, you can smile, you can kiss passionately. Um, it's just like, it was just really cool to like share with the person I decided to share it with. And um, I found myself like sensually touching and like just like exploring her body. It was just, it was really cool. Yeah. And um, yeah, like the whole, I'd, I, yeah, I, I don't think I was expecting there, there to be as much kissing as there were or there was, but like that was like such a good part of it. Such a good part um, throughout the entire time. Just like, yeah, it was just, it was like sensual in nature, except also like intense. It was, it's hard to explain. Anyways, I'm fucking proud of how it went. <laughs> I did great. Uh, also, as I'm saying all these things, I'm realizing like my intuition was right about a shit ton of things. Like I find that my intuition generally leads me in the right direction. Like there was this one turn on that like super turned me on during, um, and it wasn't just like about porn, it was actually a real thing. And then, what else? Discovered some other thing about like scratching that just absolutely turned me on, um, which I didn't know before. Slower is not the only gear in sex. I got some bad advice back in the day of like, slower is better and like, don't go fast in sex. And that's just bad advice. Like she whispered to me faster and I'm like, okay, uh, I'm just abandoning that idea real quick, so let's go faster. And like, it went way fucking better when I did that. Um, yeah, I can't go, I can't go that 100% of the time, especially with how long I lost, <clears throat> two hours. And, <laughs> um, but anyways, it was, uh, it was good to like abandon a paradigm in real time and then like adjust to the reality. It's also just fucking important in general, in sex, whatever. It's just to not hold your like ideals so fucking rigid and adjust. So anyways, key part there being don't like jackhammer 24 seven, but also, yeah, just play the fucking room if you will. It's important. Also shout out to my fucking legs and lower back. I had no idea it was gonna be as useful as it was. It was, um, so I'm grateful I had strength in those areas because it became paramount to my experience and my like, what do you call it? My PC muscle. There was just a bunch of things that all just paid off, uh, paid off all at once. It was great. <laughs> Communication is key for good sex. So I learned this from a friend and like he was just talking about like, you've gotta be constantly adapting and um, and recognizing each other's preferences, each other's turn-ons, all that type of stuff. And um, it's just true. I like totally agree. Like you've got to be in constant communication about like 
what works for that girl versus like what works for another girl because not every girl is different. Everyone has different turn-ons. Everyone has different parts, if you will. Like there's just, it's going to be so different with every single person. So you've got to over communicate things and understand where the fuck their head's at, where they're coming from, potentially literally, um, etc. Just a ton of shit there. I am not ready for a relationship right now. Yeah, I realized this uh, last Tuesday and yeah, I was strongly considering a relationship, but like, I just can't right now. I'm not passionate about a relationship. Um, man, I just, yeah, I want to focus on business. I want to be disciplined and I feel like a relationship would get in the way of that. I just can't get excited about it, which means it's not the right move for me. And I realized that as I woke up on the Tuesday last week and I was just like, fuck, it's going to be challenging because I haven't communicated what I want with certain people and this is just challenging in nature. So anyways, uh, this leads me to my next lesson, which is before you sleep with someone, make sure you know what the fuck it's going to be ahead or after that because I haven't done that and it might fuck me completely over and I fucking do not like it um, because I don't want to confuse people. I don't want to give mixed messages and I feel like I am right now and it's fucking killing me right now. So you absolutely over communicate and if you don't do it before the, the your your uh, first time having sex with them, do it immediately after, which I also didn't do and I'm, f fuck me mate. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I just have to, it's important. I'm fucking pissed that I haven't yet, but God damn, it's important that I do it in person. I just haven't had an opportunity yet. Relationships can be crafted and defined any way you'd like. I found this very interesting. I learned this from Zach um, and he was right. Like it does not to be, it does not, a relationship does not need to be this preconceived um, uh, standard uh, classic way that people define it. It can be any way I choose to define it. It's not so linear in nature or like so set in its own way but many times we think about it like that. Like, who's to say it can't be open? Who's to say it can't be a completely new variation where it's like open and closed at the same time? There's just so many fucking options and it really depends on how you wanna define it for yours. Like, there are rules, there are guidelines, there are many different ways you can set these things up and it just does not have to be as traditional as people think. So, shout out to Zach for breaking my reality on that real quick. Perfect cappuccino hack from Alyssa. She told me to steam your milk until 100 degrees. And then when it when you get, to, and I mean like the cutting paper part. And then when you get to 100 degrees, cue your shots and then um, put the, put the, what do you call it? Put the wand fully down, just let it do its thing. And then groom the milk only a tiny bit. And then once it's done, then you do this like wrist thing where you like, you like flick it in type of thing. Like you obviously turn the pitcher. Oh yeah, key thing, turn the pitcher sideways and then almost like put it in like a wave fashion where it's like, oh my God, this is gonna be such a bad visual. I just realized that. Anyways, <laughs> fuck sakes, oh Christ. But yeah, you pour, you pour the pitcher back and forth in like a wave-like fashion and it's fucking gangster and it makes such good cabbage, you know. Shout out Alyssa, you're teaching me a ton right now. 
very much appreciate you. I'm so fucking glad you're at our store, man. God, I love it. Okay. If I'm tired and I don't feel like going on bar or handling all the chaos, just plant myself on till. Like, I thrive on till with customer interactions. I might be tired as hell. I might like barely be able to speak, but like I can easily do that in my sleep. I can be fucking exhausted and still thrive there. Um, even CS actually is a good alternative as well. But like, holy fuck. CS is, um, is still more harder for me, whereas like till is just fucking cake. So when in doubt, ask yourself to be planted on till if you need to be. Work on your sub communications because it will pay off down the line. I've been working on my sub communications for the past like four years type of thing. Like I started in 2015, I think, and it is now finally paying off. I had multiple girls tell me I have like this like fuck boy vibe to me, which they didn't mean fuck boy because they, they should at least know me and know that I'm like a good human and not like someone that uh, ghost people or anything like that, but uh, instead someone that actually gives a shit. But the main thing that I took away from this was p girls are thinking when they, when they see me, um, they are thinking that I'm sleeping with other girls. Like the one girl was like very, very surprised when I told her that I was, had never had sex ever. Um, and she thought I was like, uh, active and, or sexually active, if you will. And like had been around a little bit. Um, and yeah, it was just surprising to people. And like, even my one coworker was like, wait, so that fuck boy vibe, like you never had sex before that. And I was like, wait, like what fuck boy vibe? And then like this got me on this, like this thought of like, okay, wait, am I actually perceived like that? So anyways, that was interesting. What I will take away from this, cause I'm not obviously a fuck boy. If you have any idea of what the fuck I'm actually about, it's very not that. Cause I'm just a good human first and foremost, but I'm, I'm like the other girls think I'm sleeping with other girls because it concludes that like, I should sleep with this guy too, because we as humans want what others want. It's a social proof thing. Anyways, it just is the way it is. I'm not gonna try to sit there and fight it. I'm just gonna embrace it. And it's just good to know that that is how I'm being perceived. And then the right people will understand that I'm actually a good human and not some fucking idiot. Send that fucking message. Tell that person how you fucking feel and it will pay off if it's the right person. So literally just know your audience. Like some girls are very turned on by direct truth others and like they'll feel honored and special and like others just it'll like completely repel them so know your audience shoot your fucking shot and eventually you will find that person um i am so grateful that it was the first time that i tried um so i didn't have to like send a very direct message to multiple people i got very lucky with that i'm very fortunate more so but <clears throat> yeah you just you have to shoot your shot and you have to know your audience. Like don't, I mean, it's not the greatest idea to throw yourself into a, a game where you have one in a thousand odds, but like, so improve your odds and shoot your fucking shot. It's just important. What challenges did I experience? Uh, getting very discouraged by Jacqueline throwing me off a bar. Um, I was, I would, and actually John as well. Um, I would, 
have like like this one shift i was so fucking pissed i got thrown on bar five times or two times for five minutes each immediately got kicked off because i could not get in flow because i was getting thrown in a fucking fire and it was just like it just made me feel like ah we can't trust josh with big rushes and like that was what i was playing in my mind and it was just not right at all and then like i'm so fucking grateful for Alyssa because she'll like literally like today she just put me on bar immediately and just got me going and I feel so much more comfortable and confident on bar right now because like I have progress in the right direction on there and like she immediately like was like yo you're doing so well that I like I'm praising it and and getting that that those thoughts rolling around my mind like she's just doing such a better job um with that than John and Jacqueline are doing just just is the case um so I'm grateful that she's being like this and because it's very discouraging when John and I, I talked to John since about this where I'm like dude like I don't like when you throw me off bar to get through a rush it just feel makes you feel like I don't know if I said like makes me feel like you don't believe in me type of thing but that was like the subconscious thing that I was thinking about um but yeah I did talk to him about it and I was like dude like throw me in the fire like I want to be thrown in the fire sink or fucking swim is what I told him word for word and He's like, I don't want to set people up for failure. And I'm like, fuck, man. I'd rather just someone double bar with me real quick instead of kicking me off. And then, yeah, did well today. Grateful. Uh, I'm moving in the right direction and trying to work on beverage sequencing to sp speed up things. Terrified of kissing. Like, that was the scariest part of of my, uh, my first time having sex was kissing. Because I hadn't kissed a girl in like three fucking years because I was so fucking scared of doing so. That is the actual truth. So like getting past that fear, <laughs> like I was so fucking scared. I was, my heart was raising a million miles an hour. Um, and like, I would literally forget to breathe sometimes. Um, and when I exhaled at one point or at points in the beginning, cause I was so fucking scared. My breath was so fucking choppy. It was like, instead of like, it was like, like that type of thing, if that makes sense. So that was how fucking nervous I was for this situation. But uh, she made me feel very comfortable, very fast. And yeah, it was just, yeah, it was just so fucking scary. But I got through it with enough uh, exposure to it, if you will. And I feel like it does, the fear does not really exist that much, which is great. Fucking insane. Wanting to tell everyone about the sex and like be completely transparent about everything including like every little detail but like not wanting to share details in case the other person doesn't want the other detail to be shared i'm very fucking public in nature i'm very transparent in nature not everyone wants to live like this so i had to honor that and like respect the fact that some people want to live private lives um that's completely up to them but at the same time i still have to honor my own journey and like share things that i'm going through and whatever that is those lessons i'm learning so i don't know really exactly the best way to handle it as of right now i guess i'm just fucking throwing this all on camera and trying to leave things anonymous but at the same time it is massively part of my journey right now and i don't want to just hold back on that so i don't know yeah i just don't know this might completely shoot myself in the foot. I don't know. But uh, I, I just feel like I have to do what I think is right. So that is what I'm doing right now. So scared of the idea that 
a specific girl wants a relationship between us. <sighs> I'm just, uh, I don't want to be tied down right now. Um, I don't want to date at all right now. Anyone just doesn't interest me at all. And like, if I was down to date, I'd probably date her, but I'm not down to date right now. So like, I want to go like focus a lot in business that I want to get a lot of shit done. And I also want to experience other girls because I have not ever had this like feeling where I'm like, okay, now it's, it's like, I can have sex with anyone. Like that's crazy to, for me to think about because like for the longest time, it was always like, who's going to be the first term? Let alone, I was just on such, such a fucking pedestal. And now that like that weight has been lifted, if you will, I can do whatever I want. So yeah, anyways, I just don't want to be tied down to one person right now. I'm just not exactly sure what I should do. And I still have not communicated this with her. And I'm really shooting myself in the foot more and more every day. Fucking exhausted right now. I woke up like today, example. Um, I just feel like I've had way too much fucking caffeine. And like, I just feel so fucking tired in the mornings. It's insane. I almost like crave coffee. And then after a while, I actually don't need it. But when I get, yeah, I'm just scared my body's getting addicted to caffeine and... Or maybe I'm way past that. <laughs> probably. I, if you're listening to this, you're probably laughing right now. Because I just drink excessive amounts of caffeine. So, anyways. Uh, I think my internal systems are probably exhausted. I think it's like, what is it, adrenal or whatever. Whatever caffeine affects. Too much is definitely not good for one sort of system. And I'm feeling the effects right now, for sure. Considering even going on like a caffeine break, if you will, for like a week or whatever. We'll see. I don't know what... I want to do or how long that would even last because I literally live with caffeine. Um, I, I like caffeine is everywhere in my life right now. So <laughs> remember when I didn't drink caffeine, shout out fun times. <laughs> Not really though. <laughs> Where did I grow the most? Being completely transparent in my intent grew me a fucking ton. Um, and I also shout out to one specific person who like helped me really stop overthinking things and like just send the fucking message, which was terrifying. I was so fucking scared. So being completely transparent with a certain text message and then actually going, of course, um, the actual sex, like I grew in a sexual sense. Um, what else can I say? Kissing for the first time in three years, like that was terrifying, but I did it and I became more confident. Um, and also like sexual freedom. I grew a ton there. Like, I feel like so free right now. Um, I feel like, I felt like before I was like pushing girls away so much and now, cause I was like attracting them. But when they got too close, I'm like, I don't know, like that first time, are you worthy of that first? Like, this is literally my thoughts before. And then now it's like, okay, you can all come at me now. <laughs> okay, I sound like such a fucking douche, but this is true. I'm fucking attractive as hell. I am such a good human. I am so charismatic. Why the fuck wouldn't you? And other reasons that I'm not going to get into on this for now. Um, <laughs> okay, what else can I say? Um, yeah, I just feel like I can like literally kiss and sleep with anyone now. And I don't want it to... I just like, I have this like very chill, relaxed energy of now around me around things and I'm very fucking grateful for that. Also, comfortability with other girls, 1000% for sure. 
very paramount in the past few weeks, how I've been with other girls. Being up in people's grills is so much more different. I used to like fucking like freak out when people were too close. It's way different now. Even just like people in general, just like being closer to them, it does not bother me nearly as much as I used to, unless I know I have really bad breath. But like, aside from that, I'm pretty chill about things. And physical touch as well. Like, it's just different touching people after. I don't know how to explain it, but it's not just like, it's, I'm just talking about in a human to human, like touching a person feels way fucking different now. I can't explain why, I just know it's true. Mm. Taking sex off a pedestal. So like, I had a feeling it was probably gonna be like this. And at the same time, I wasn't 100% sure, um, which is sex is cool, but like there are a lot cooler things. And for me, being on purpose and working towards a worthy mission, ideal, vision, um, anything like that, it's just so much more interesting to me. Um, just progressing towards a meaningful purpose, vision, mission, is it's just the best. I don't think there's anything I can top it, honestly. You can throw every drug at me, every um, every sexual situation. I just, whatever those, what do they call the, um, it's just like pleasure versus satisfaction. And like satisfaction is so much more interesting to me than pleasure. So anyways, now that it's completely off a pedestal, it's just like, yes, it's, sex is awesome. It should be happening all the time. It should be casual in nature, I think. Um, it's a cool thing. It's going on around all around us. Why not you? Why not me? Um, let's get, let's have consent. Let's be chill about things. Let's not be attached. Let's be detached in nature. Um, let's respect each other. Like all that type of shit. It's awesome. And at the same time, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> It super doesn't fucking matter. So anyways, that was cool. And now it's like awesome. Um, I'm okay with not having it if I ever need to go back into like a situation where I it just will not have it. Like that's fine with me. If I need to fucking focus, I'll just channel that sexual energy into my whatever I'm working on or doing. It's important as fuck to me. <sighs> Talking about sex and like how I feel right now is sexual freedom. It feels fucking insane. I honestly wish I could talk to more people about it. It's just, it's amazing. It's so fucking sick. I don't know why I was so scared of this for the longest time. Um, I encourage you if you're in a similar situation where like you're putting sex too on a pedestal and you're too scared of having it, to remember that it's not nearly as scary as you think it is and it doesn't matter nearly as much as you think it does. And equally, if you have the opportunity to spend it with someone that you care about and someone you like and trust and value and respect, do it with them. Like, I did not want to do it with some just some random fucking chick. So I held off until I found someone that I thought met my criteria and she did ultimately. Um, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm grateful. Feeling very, very grateful right now in this moment. So thank you to, uh, to you, you know who you are. Cause like, it's just, it was such a, it's, it's been such a weight lifted off of me. Um, I put myself in a box for such a long time and like, I feel like just so much more free right now. So yeah, 
like I, I just don't even understand if people understand how crippling it was for like a decade or so. So and to now have all of this, uh, almost all like the fear subside, if you will, and just move on with like a detached type of energy is like priceless to me. Like I avoided so many conversations that had anything to do with sex. I avoided actions that might lead to me potentially having sex. Like it was just, I was so fucking scared and so not ready. And like, and then just like a certain situation happened and then another certain situation happened. Like it was just like a few of dominoes and I ended up just like with a really sick outcome, like awesome outcome. So I'm just fucking grateful, man. Like, I just can't say this enough. Like just insanely not taking on customers bullshit. This is crucial for me. For the longest time I would like get rattled if a customer would get rattled. Now I literally start like laughing at them in my inside because I'm like, holy fuck, are you actually getting rattled at this right now? Like the other person, if they're like having a bad day, like there's this one dude, I could not spell his name for the life of me and he was getting all pissed off. And then it was like later, I think it was like the couple days earlier, instead of being on till and him getting mad at me, I was on bar. And I handed him a dopio, which is two shots from espresso. And he's like, this is not dopio. And I'm like, oh, okay, sounds good. <laughs> and I like, wasn't laughing, but I was like smiling at the time. And it like, it probably makes them even more mad, but like, I'm not taking on your, on your bullshit. If you want to be fucking pissed, go right ahead. But like, it just doesn't matter to me. Like, this is literally, we're making you coffee. Like, get the fuck over yourself. Um, I almost feel bad for you in nature. I'm like, your life has to really fucking suck or even just your day has to really fucking suck and your mindset as well, probably. Um, if you are going to get pissed at a fucking barista, um, yeah, you just seem so fucking silly to all of us and honestly, the rest of the customers too. So keep that in mind when you start being a dickhead to all of us. <laughs> Uh, also closing, got better at closing and record, actually record time close on Thursday. And I did a decent close. Actually, no, last night was not like, it wasn't a bad close, but it wasn't a good close because I was spending so much time doing extra things. I wouldn't have time normally to do. So I wasn't doing a proper close, but like, yeah. Anyways, that Thursday close was really fucking good last Thursday. What am I obsessed with right now? Starbucks dress code updates. We finally have shirts. I've been harassed by my one shift so so much for wearing shirts. Um, now we finally get t-shirts. They come like uh, January 6th, I think it is, officially. So I'm fucking grateful for that. And they're officially becoming legal. Working with people I enjoy. This is fucking paramount. Um, right now, I'm loving, loving, loving our team and like some certain new additions as well as like new hires that are finally like coming out of their out of their butter and just like spreading their wings i'm saying this terribly I'm, what i'm trying to say is like they're they're opening up their personality and letting me see and like i fucking love it because i feel like i love almost everyone on my team and i'm very grateful to be to to be able to say that I, and plus i love our customers i'm just fucking grateful i'm fucking grateful also helping people try to find a drink that they want this is an amazing game to me. I like ask people if they don't know what they want. Um, I ask them if they want to play a game. And the game is very simple. It's an if else game, which is 
I start asking you questions and you reply yes or no to me or A or B to me. And then from there, I can help you. I like can create this because I know a bunch of fucking drinks on the menu from my taste palette, if you will, and experience in trying them. So if I ask people a few questions, I can start getting some data on what they actually want. And then from there, I'm able to select a drink that they'll probably really like. And then I actually get them to, to come back to me after and tell me like, what did you think about this? And the one guy, for example, he's like, uh, I, I miss like, I miss pumpkin spice. And I'm like, okay, let's get you a chestnut praline then. Like that's the closest thing I can find to it. And I wanted to know like, what, uh, what, what did you think of this? So he actually came back like two hours later while I was sweeping and he was like, by the way, you came back or you wanted me to come back and tell, tell you like what I thought. He's like, I like it more than the pumpkin spice. And I'm like, holy shit. That is what I fucking want to hear. Like I'm, I'm obsessed with helping people find what they actually want. It is so fulfilling to me. So usually I play the game of like hot, cold. And if it's like hot, I'll go like coffee or tea type of thing or like espresso or wherever the fuck we're going to go. Or if it's cold, we'll go like iced teas, uh, refresher, um, iced espresso. Like there's a iced coffee, cold brew. I mean, honestly, if it's cold, I immediately like go like caffeinated or non-caffeinated. That's another key question. There's just like a bunch of questions that I ask to try to understand where the hell they're coming from. And then like, just, I'd want to help people find an amazing drink and like, it's so fulfilling if they love and like, if it becomes their, their favorite drink, that would be fucking amazing for me. And also very related, getting people hooked on nitro. I'm just on a mission to get everyone hooked on nitro with sweet cream and cold brew. What am I saying? Nitro vanilla sweet cream. So it's like a grande. Yeah, it's a grande nitro with extra sweet cream and then four pumps of vanilla. It is fucking amazing. I like ask so many customers, can I just build this exactly how I make it? It is my go-to drink. Uh, and it's fucking insane. Like this one girl was like today, uh, she's like, some, I forget how this came up. Oh yeah, she wanted a pumpkin nitro. And I'm like, okay, by the way, I used to be, I, it was literally someone else's interaction. I just jumped in real quick. I'm like, hey, by the way, I always do this when like I have an opportunity and like cold drinks come up and I'm like, oh, get nitro. And then I start telling them like what exactly I get every fucking time. <laughs> so I was like, oh yeah, get nitro with sweet cream. I used to be addicted to pumpkin nitro and this is now my favorite, new favorite drink. And I was like, um, I ended up making the drink and I was like, Hey, by the way, can I just make this exactly how I'd make it? Cause the things that are, I selected already were like free. So I was like, okay, let's get extra sweet cream in there. And then four pumps of vanilla. She's like, is it going to be too sweet? I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> it, like it probably is really sweet, but like the way it all combines is just fucking perfect. So just four pumps of vanilla, extra sweet cream, nitro, and then it's just heaven. It really just is. So anyways, I'm fucking obsessed with that as well. The vanilla has been an amazing, amazing addition. Okay. That has been Reflection 70. Um, this was insanely strange to talk about such sexual things this entire time. But it is my truth right now. It is paramount to my journey. Um, grew me so fucking much facing these fears. It was a decade of fears. Um, that I've been facing this honestly this whole year has been a lot of facing fears and confronting realities and breaking through molds and um, a real test of the self-esteem actually so anyways um, I hope you really enjoyed this episode I'm really hoping 
that like if you were family you were not watching this because it's fucking r-rated as shit uh yeah but it's very strange and very good and i hope you appreciate my vulnerability my transparency because i want to be open i don't want to have to hide behind certain topics i want to be able to talk about very r-rated shit because i'm passionate about certain things in that area and like i don't want to have to hold back on that so i hope you respect that anyways if you got enough value from this share this with a friend tell them about my channel my podcast my page whatever speaks to you the most and uh yeah what can i say if you if you also got enough value please do me a favor like this comment on it rate this uh share this with someone whatever the case may be and please do me a favor and subscribe and join me on my journey would appreciate the hell out of that anyways i uh, hope you enjoyed this episode as always my name is Josh Moxie, and I will catch you later.